Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. This is Sue Meyer, and thank you once again for joining me. <laughs> I get such a kick out of this. I don't talk into the wall, you know, but I do get a lot of emails and even phone calls on occasion with people from people asking me more questions about my podcasts, and I thank you. I thank you for listening. I thank you for taking an interest in homeopathy because it's so exciting that more and more families are jumping on board trying to take care of their own families just with the simple things and they're gaining health and they're they're just having a better quality of life because they're not constantly running to the doctor and their bodies aren't constantly being put being put on antibiotics and things like that and Tylenol they're finding replacements for Tylenol and just all sorts of really good things are happening so I really appreciate it guys for all your efforts because it is an effort to learn something new we all know that and I appreciate that my efforts aren't in vain and that many people are actually learning more so thank you and so today I had a request to talk about allergies well <laughs> I hate to be the bearer of bad news but in all honesty unless it's just an acute type situation an acute allergy you're probably going to want to talk to a good homeopath if it's something that's chronic because allergies are so curable it's just it's funny it's I people can't believe me when I say oh it's so curable but it is and so we're going to talk about some acute situations and some acute remedies that you can take but beyond that I'm going to suggest that you see a good homeopath and you're more than welcome to contact me at homeopathy for mommies info at homeopathy for mommies I think is the email address dot com and you can contact me and I will give you the name of a really good homeopath because right now I'm not able to take any cases because I'm too busy at the store <laughs> but I, I want you to get the help that you need and I do have people contact me do you know a good homeopath in this area or a good homeopath in that area no I, I don't really know the locations of a lot of homeopaths but most homeopaths just do everything online anymore they do the it used to be Skype and now it's Zoom face-to-face -face type consultations they'll have you fill out a medical form and then they'll take the case on Zoom which is amazing it's a very good way of doing things and I just had my, the, the homeopath that I work with she just took the case of one of my family members because it's too hard to listen to your own family but it was just it was fun it was really fun because I was able to listen from the next room and ah then I could hear the, the language you know when I wasn't emotionally involved so it was a lot of fun and so we got that taken care of but it's it's simple it's simple and it's relatively inexpensive as far as when you consider traveling to doctors and copay and everything else homeopathy is um, <laughs> almost ends up being free so and then you have to consider the quality of life as well so anyway enough of that we're going to talk about the acutes and if I I'm not going to name a lot of different things here because like I said it's so varied when it comes to allergies but you just have to know that it's perfectly curable okay why do some people have allergies and some people don't well again it's very constitutional it's adrenal issue it's the way they handle things the way their body processes incoming stimuli and then it will throw out that symptom hey wait a minute I don't like this this element that I've just been exposed to so then it throws out the symptoms and you have to remember that it's always about the immune system okay so during times of stress the immune system is going to be weakened during times of poor nutrition or weather um, inclement weather that's trying the system all these different factors are a part of who we are and the way we handle it the way we process that external stimuli our body has to throw out those symptoms to say help me 
And that's all it's doing is saying, help me. So we don't want to throw ephedrine at it. We don't want to throw, what is some of the things that you can take for sinus, you know, like if you have an allergic rhinitis, they, they give you Sudafed, in nasal inhalers, all these things to suppress the symptoms. You don't want to do that. Like I said, that's the only way your body has to communicate with you. So use those symptoms to alleviate the actual issue itself. So with that said, remember, allergies are curable. (laughs) And if your family is a family that has a lot of allergies, like I said, even if just one person in the family gets their case taken, everyone is going to be able to benefit because they're going to know that group of remedies that is really efficient in their family. Even Kent talked about the fact that once the case was taken from one person in the family, it was much, much easier to take the case of all the other people in the family because we all share the same group, the same miasms, the same diathesis that from each other. So it's it's just so smart to have at least the worst person in the family have their case taken. <laughs> okay, allergies can come in several forms. We can have the seasonal allergy. We can have contact type dermatitis allergies. Someone doesn't, they're not symptomatic unless they actually pet the little kitty or pet the deer and then they'll become very symptomatic. If someone gets stung, they can have a sensitivity to that bee venom and they can swell up go into anaphylactic shock. That's a a form of allergy. All these different things that a person is sensitive to, the smell of flowers, different metals that they may or may come in contact with. You know, you have sensitivities that way. There can be food allergies. There can, somebody will go to the doctor and they'll come back and they have their clinical tests and they'll say, okay, I'm allergic to all these different things. I'm allergic to trees and flowers and I'm allergic to grass, and I'm allergic to mold, and I'm allergic to all these different foods, and I'm allergic to peanuts, and da-da-da-da-da. So they come at you, and they, they tell you all these things. In a case like that, you're not going to specifically address each and every one of these individual allergies, are we? That's why so many naturopaths will say, okay, we're going to limit your diet, and we're going to start reintroducing these foods or these elements that you're actually allergic to one at a time. And I'll have people come in and tell me these stories all the time, and I'm like... You know, you can't diss what they're working on because it does work long term. The nice part about homeopathy is you go to a homeopath and you say, okay, I went in and I guess what? I have all these allergies. Yes, the homeopath wants to know your specific group of allergies. That's great to know that because then when we fix those problems, then we have proof, right? But the homeopath can actually look at it constitutionally. And then instead of just completely eliminating all these foods and then reintroducing them one at a time and seeing what our susceptibility is at that time, their homeopath is going to work at changing the constitutional strength of that person. So with bowel nozodes and constitutional remedies, meaning like calcarb or serenum or all those types of constitutions that leave that person vulnerable or more susceptible to allergies, we strengthen that with different, with higher potencies or long-term potency, giving that particular remedy on occasion in whether it be a water dilution or just a higher potency, it's up to the homeopath how they decide to proceed because the language tells the story. Remember we talk about that? The language tells the story. So that's the way a homeopath is going to proceed. Yeah, perfect case scenario. You just kind of avoid the things that you're allergic to while your body's strengthening because the body can only do one thing at a time. So while it's working to strengthen, it's best to stay away from those things. But it's a different 
way of going about helping the body to heal. Like I say, the bowel knows, oh, it's huge because, like I said, we've talked about it before. Traditional Chinese medicine is 5,000 years old based on Hippocrates and Aristotle. Like cures like. You are what your guts are. Whatever gut flora is dominant, that's what's going to move your entire system. When something is extremely out of balance, you're going to have allergies or you're going to have different symptoms. You're going to have arthritis. You're going to have all these different things come out in the form of symptoms. So we balance the gut flora and everything else can balance. Like I said, you're still going to die in the end, but at least you will just simply die of old age because everything's just wore out. We're not going to die with all these horrid symptoms. So let's get things balanced using homeopathy and live a happier, healthier life without these acute allergic reactions to everything, okay? So with that said, most people who have allergies will have, like say the seasonal, or they'll have specific allergies, and a good homeopath will know those things. But if you have the occasional hives outbreak or the occasional, oh my goodness, I don't know what's going on here, I just had an allergic reaction, that type of thing, that's an acute allergic reaction. So for whatever reason, your body has been exposed to something and it's trying to throw it off. And those symptoms, just like everything else in homeopathy, we what's what's it feel like? You know, describe that sensation. Is it burning? Is it itchy? Is it the eyes watering? You look at the symptoms for the acute type situation. And then you can go in the book Homeopathy for Mommies and you can look it up. Or you can pluck in your symptoms. If you have the ebook, you can pluck in the symptoms and those particular remedies are going to come up. Like the watery eyes, the burning, the burning nasal passages or the swollen nasal passages or the stuffy nose or the runny nose. All those different things, you can just pluck that in and it'll kind of come up. But you can also, just like I said, you can just go through the rubrics and you can say, oh, I have this or I have that. And it does say in Homeopathy for Mommy some of the most basic remedies for situations. For instance, the occasional breakout of hives for an unexplainable reason. And it's going to tell you in there that it's caliiodatum. Caliiodatum is hives or welts, that type of situation on the external part of the body for no explainable reason. It's, that's what's going to come up for you. Kent wrote about that and he said very often that comes up on occasion acutely, caliiodatum will get rid of it. And I actually had a young lady that was allergic to pineapple and they finally figured out it was pineapple, but they, at that point it was unexplainable. And then her mom discovered that, oh my goodness, it's like every time she has pineapple. So caliodatum fixed the situation. She never broke out again because it just fit those symptoms. And then you have different things like alium sepa is an amazing one for those watery, itchy eyes that comes on acutely for no. Um, you, you can, I mean, even if it's something that's chronic, you can use alium sepa for like cold symptoms, allergy symptoms, things like that. And if you see that the attacks or the instances where you have those allergic type symptoms get farther and farther apart, then your body is working to strengthen that immune system against those particular elements. And so alium sepa can work wonders for helping the body strengthen acutely in situations like that. And because it's like when you're cutting onions, alium sepa is the onion. When you're cutting onions, you know, your eyes will sting and just water. Your nose will start to run. Your throat will even start to close up. It's almost like an allergic rhinitis. Very, but it's a very acute situation. Like I said, alium sepa is amazing to help alleviate those types of symptoms. I remember when I quit smoking. Oh, I remember we talked about my smoking, but I had quit. I think I was 27. My baby was 
just a few couple months old, and my husband said, let's buy a camper. If you quit smoking, we can afford it. Da, da, da. He, he smoked too, but he quit with me. Anyway, when I quit smoking, oh my goodness, I had such amazing allergic symptoms. My eyes were just watering, and I, I guess I had had, I had had allergic symptoms when I was younger. didn't recognize what they were because they were never severe. But then when I quit smoking, holy cats, it was awful. The fact is, the symptoms were so extreme that when I did start crying, I, you couldn't even tell because I already looked like I was bawling. And I, um, yeah, I, I was ready to go back to smoking, but I got through it. It lasted a couple of weeks. Uh, I just kept getting better and better. And after a couple of weeks, the symptoms went away. But I wished, I look back now, and if I would have had alium SIBA, it would have taken care of those symptoms because that's exactly what it was like. It was so awful. And so I do have... Um, now I feel so sorry for people with allergies, but don't ever suppress them, okay? Because it would drive those symptoms inward. How else is your body going to talk to you? And I will honestly say that when I started using homeopathy, um, before I started using homeopathy, I did realize that every spring I could tell when the sap was running on the trees because my nose would twitch. And that was pretty much the only symptom I really had besides I did have an, uh, I did have a contact dermatitis type of thing from a particular metal from a ring I used to wear. And that would, I would get kind of a little rash by the ring, so I had to quit wearing it. But other than that, I really didn't have a lot of symptoms anymore. And then when I started using homeopathy, and I did the Thuy and that self-cleanup, which I recommend to everyone, page 187 of Homeopathy for Mommies. But then all the remedies I would use seemed to really have a good effect. So rarely now do I have allergies. This last spring, I can honestly say I had a few. Um, you know, just the, the tired feeling. But again... I'm under more stress because of the business and my husband being gone and the kids and I trying to run things. And so, yes, the immune system is probably a little bit compromised and I try to get my rest. I try to eat right and take my spirulina and all those good things. But yep, you know, they um, they can kind of sneak up on you before you know it. It's like, oh, you haven't been taking care of yourself, Sue. So I'll take a remedy and then I'll feel better. But like I said, it's very constitutional in my world. Very constitutional. And that's the first time that I've had issues with my allergies since... I started using homeopathy. So the last 8, 10 years, I mean, completely using homeopathy, but the last 8, 10 years, I really haven't had any allergic symptoms. So it was kind of nice, you know, until this last spring, like I say, when my immune system got compromised, (laughs) I had a little bit of a symptom. So that's how your body works. When it's in a healthy state and when it's doing well, you're not going to have those symptoms because it's not an issue. Your body processes that external stimuli in a way that it just balances off and you don't have to have symptoms. So that's the goal here, right? Okay, so someone who has, oh, I will tell you another time. You talk about allergies. I'll actually tell you two stories. Okay, back in the day, this is a fun story because back in the day, um, we were talking about foods and things like this and um, I'm not going to mention names, okay? (laughs) The names and the places have been changed to protect the innocent. But anyway, a woman was telling me this story that her sister said, "Hey, why don't you bring the kids over? There's this. We have this new food. I want. I want to feed you and the kids." Now, remember, this is 40 years ago. No, actually, more than that. 45 years ago. So the woman takes her kids over, and both these sisters each have like five or six, seven kids, or whatever it is, and they make all these brand new food that they just came out with. It was frozen pizza. They cooked all these, baked all these frozen pizzas, and they fed all the kids, and they had a party, and everyone had so much fun, and they played outdoors and whatnot and so forth. That night, the woman that's telling the story, she was telling me all her kids started throwing up. She, by morning, she was convinced that it was some dread disease. She was 
very afraid that they had severe food poisoning or the flu. She didn't know what it was. So she takes all her kids to the family doctor. Back then, he had family doctors. She takes them all in, lines them up, and the doctor is examining them and talking to them. And he's like, you know, I don't think they have the flu. <laughs> he says, what have you guys been eating? And the lady tells him, well, we had these new pizzas yesterday. And he goes, bingo. What happened was the preservatives that the, these kids weren't used to eating, their bodies didn't like it. So they threw, they started throwing up, trying to throw off those chemicals and those preservatives that they had just been exposed to. So that was a symptom. Do you see what I'm saying? So a symptom of what they had been exposed to. It was a poison. That's why arsenicum, we talk about the remedy arsenicum is one of the first remedies you always reach for if somebody starts throwing up or has severe diarrhea, if that's the reaction, that's their symptom to an external toxin or poison, what their body conceives to be a poison. And see, their bodies actually had basically an allergic reaction, and the best way to get rid of that that toxin that they had been exposed to was to throw up. Instead of letting it go through the system, it just threw it up, trying to get rid of it. Get, get it out the way it came in as quickly as possible to be rid of it. So then this woman, I said, oh, so what'd you end up doing? She goes, oh, well, they eventually got used to it. Okay, so the kids, rather than her understanding the fact that that was a toxin, because back then preservatives were a brand new thing, chemicals, all those food additives was brand new. And so for her to understand that this was something her family just shouldn't eat ever, she felt good about the fact that they eventually got used to it. And that's what we've done in America. We've just allowed ourselves to be so inundated with these toxins because we we're not symptomatic anymore. In other words, our bodies are we're just only in suppression mode rather than giving us the symptoms. So, you know, it's when someone has a dermatitis of, or something like that, I tell them, you know, that's, or even eczema, I says, that's your body giving you a symptom. Don't suppress it. That's a healthy way for your body to talk to you. So just work with it and you'll find that remedy. And it's just amazing because then you just heal and it's an overall healing. So those types of allergic reactions when your body has them that's huge that's key what does it feel like does it itch burn sting and that language is going to point to that particular remedy that you need especially if it's acute so when someone's talking to me I I try to take notes like I had a, a young lady talking to me yesterday and she says oh I just feel like I'm in a fog and she says I, I just feel like and she held her hands up like a ball and then she said it's it's just like my brain is surrounded by a fog nothing can get out and nothing can come in and I had to start laughing that's very indicative of the remedy ozone okay and so anyway I had to laugh because it was so it was such pure language but anyway the point is is that language will always lead to the correct remedy and like the doctor I work with we were having a uh, Skype or Zoom talk the other day and, and she says, Sue, we just need to help make people understand that the right remedy will always cure. It will always cure. So that's why if we do the cleanup and we watch our nutrition and we're getting our exercise and our sunshine, that right remedy will always do the trick. So, you know, and then and people will come in and they'll say, can you help me with this? Or can you help me with that? And I'm very happy to try. Honestly, I am. But I, I will say that you also have to away from the situation that's causing the problem if it's a chronic problem in the first place. So like for instance, if you're severely allergic to something, obviously stay away from it, get the right remedy, bring balance. Your body always might be a little bit sensitive to that, but it's not going to be life-threatening. Do you understand what I'm saying? So we strengthen the constitution. So now that you know that you can you can use remedies like arsenicum, allium sepa, euphrasia, which is eyebright, napmer, 
all those types of remedies, they're, they're great for acute type situations. Yeah, I guess I didn't really mention the NAPMR. NAPMR is one of the best remedies as far as um, just strengthening the system. Sometimes we're just in a weakened condition because of stress. We've talked about NAPMR, remember? Natrum muraticum. And how during times of stress, the sodium element of our bodies is so easily knocked out, even if during illness, stress, Fatigue, any of those types of situations can easily knock the sodium out of balance, leaving it more vulnerable to allergic type reactions. So NAPMR is very often a really good place to start when it comes to allergies. And, uh, you know, you can start with a low potency. A 30X is really good. It really helps a lot to, like I said, just to balance that system. So, you know, knowing that, um, I do tell people, well, you can start with that. Um, very often it even, even helps some of the chronic stuff. For a Skin type situations, um, like dry, cracked skin, especially during certain times of year, there are other remedies that people can use, um, especially since it's just seasonal, like petroleum or chrysotum are really good remedies for the skin. That type of situation, sulfur, a low potency sulfur, very often helps just to strengthen that part of the body that's having situations. But like I said, for the most part, if you just look at the symptoms and look at the homeopathy for mommy's book, you're going to come to remedies that are just, you know, this really help acutely. As far as constitutional, like I said, the homeopath is going to um, going to look at the situation and they'll come up with a particular remedy, whether it's, you know, they end up giving you calcara, carbonicum, or serenum, or sulfur. Any of those types of remedies are very constitutional for persons that tend to have that allergic reactive personality so to speak <laughs> and um and so you know, like I said I know I'm not being very helpful with this podcast because we can't I can't be specific I can't say oh you know if you have this symptom this is the remedy you need because it it's the way you perceive it it's your language like everyone describes something different people say you know the headache the migraine I have this I have that there's a handful of remedies listed for migraine headaches but what's their cut on the take so to speak you know how do they perceive it what is you know what does it feel like and they will describe it in such a way that it is just hilarious and you can it'll lead you right to that remedy and I know in our some of our training podcasts we're gonna we're gonna start doing oh yeah I was supposed to mention that too um the young lady that's working so hard to redo our website, Homeopathy for Mommies. She's just a wonderful young lady from Virginia, has a little family and they homeschool. And her and my daughter-in-law have been working diligently to bring more information to you folks. Because I'll say something, they'll go, Sue, you should put that on your podcast. Or Sue, you should write that in your blog. Or Sue, you should do this. And I'm like, okay, guys, I'm sorry. I'll try. Because there's so much information out there that it's just really hard to help to, to put it into one place. And that's why Homeopathy for Mommy's book came to be. Because as I started studying homeopathy, it was so overwhelming. It was it was almost impossible for me to bring in this all this information and to make sense out of it. And if I wouldn't have started using homeopathy, I can honestly say that it, it would have been, I, I don't know if I ever would have been able to grasp the understanding of each element and how our bodies respond to it and, and how it works. Kent James Tyler Kent, his book, Lectures on Homeopathy, was probably one of the best things for me to understand each individual remedy and how it works. Because there's a there's that there's that symptom picture of each remedy. So as I started reading that, I, I started taking notes. And that's when, you know, the book started to come into being because my friends got wind of it, whatnot, and so forth. But the point is, is as I started gathering this information, 
trying to put it down on paper or put it into the form of these podcasts now. It does help once you start talking about it. If you have a story behind it, that story helps it to solidify and sink in. And so that's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to help make it more user-friendly for mommies to understand the situations, types of times that you say, oh, wait a minute, I can use that. I understand that. And so you bring it into to use. So as we're talking and you're seeing the symptom picture, you know, it just, it does help. So anyway, these two girls are trying to put together homeopathyformommies.com, um, the website to make it more user-friendly and make it more helpful to all the families and caregivers that are listening to these podcasts. And we're also doing training sessions now. The first crash course that she has just now put up on homeopathy for mommies, I think she made it, I don't even know how much it costs, to to get that, that training session. I did that over two years ago. Why well, I had started teaching crash course for homeopathy for mommies several years ago. And I would have people say, please record this. And I just, I didn't have, you know, the knowledge to do a good job. So I just never tried it. Well, then the gal that runs Ultimate Homeschool Radio, she asks me to do some audios. She says, Sue, just put it in a series so that you're going through your book and people can just sit down and listen to one and then they can listen to the next one or they can go back and listen to them. And she says, so just put them down. So I did. I And they're probably, audio may or may not be super good. I, I haven't listened to it for a long time. But I've had a couple of people listen to them and say, we need to get these out there. So that's what they did. They, they put them together and they sold, they're selling the crash course now on homeopathyformommies.com and it goes with the book. So it'll start at the beginning of the book and it'll walk all the way through and talk about all the different remedies that are in that book. And that's the crash course that I teach as I stand up in front of a group. Of course, I can get a little more in depth, you know, when I stand up in front of a group because there'll be questions and a little bit of interaction. And of course, it's just easier to talk to people than it is to talk to the wall. So it's probably not as boring either. <laughs> but I did try because these are remedies that I've used so frequently in the last 20 years that they're, and they're so important in my world. And I know that they're, they're important in a lot of people's world. Once they start using these remedies, it's just amazing. And then people say, oh, you have all these kits for sale too. Which one is the most important? And I just tell, again, I tell people, they're all important. I could not live if I didn't have all my kits. And I make sure all my kids have them, or at least in each area where they live, they can share, mix and share the different kits so that they all have access to these homeopathic remedies. Because if someone gets sick in the middle of the night, where are you going to go? You know, do you have once you have to order it or you have to drive to a nearby town or whatever, it's just important to have access to these remedies. Or like I said, at least neighbors, friends, family, that you have access to them that they can bring them to you quickly. So as far as allergies go, <laughs> I so easily get sidetracked, do I not? But allergies are, like I said, they're very curable, and you can work with them if they're acute. It's very simple. Like I said, Alium Sepa, Arsenicum, um, Nat Myrrh. If it's external, you have Roostox, Clematis. Cystis can, in a, in a situation where, you know, um, the patient is suffering intensely. There are numerous remedies. Asarum, which I do not have in my book, but Asarum is a very famous old-fashioned remedy. It's a huge remedy in the psychotic Miasm, which we have talked about briefly, but we're excess, every, anything in excess. And so by that, it means the body tends to throw out symptoms in the form of excess mucus, excess tears, excess, like they'll, it'll develop polyps or, you know, fibroids, things like that. That's that miasm that tends to have a lot of, you know, allergy type symptoms. And so that's a fantastic remedy for certain acute situations. So, like I said, if it's chronic, folks, 
you know what? Just email. We'll get you lined up with a good homeopath that'll help take care of that situation. But other than that, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't be of more help because it just simply depends upon your symptoms. And so um, with that, I don't want to give you any more false hope, <laughs> but it's just so darn curable, it's not funny. So um, I wished I could just sit here and give you all the answers, but um, in, our, in our training classes, I'm hoping that we can actually have a little more in-depth talking about particular symptoms and then the allergies that go along with that, but it's, it's, too, broad. it's too broad for right now. And um, so with that, I am going to kind of wind things up here. And, um, and ask you to please tell your friends and neighbors about our podcast and about the website homeopathyformommies.com. Email me if you have any questions. I, I wish I could take more phone calls, but I'm I just kind of busy right now. But I'm, I do want to answer questions, and I will do that in the form of our blog, or I'll email you back. Um, I have asked a few people to write a review if you feel so inclined about the podcast or about the, our, our new website. Just let's you know, work together here and answer the questions that people have and just really get the information out there. All right. I'll leave you with that. And I thank you so much again for listening. May God bless you and yours.